good morning, everybody. Welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Lloyd, and this morning I'll be continuing our wholehearted series, looking at what it means to be wholehearted in our devotion towards God, to live with complete sincerity and commitment, as it's been defined. And this week, in week two of the series, we'll be looking at what it means to be wholehearted in what we do, to live and to work and to do as if we were living for, working for, and doing good for the Lord. And so our key verse for our devotion this morning is from Ephesians chapter 1, and it's verses 18 and 19. It's a prayer that the Apostle Paul prays over the church in Ephesus that he's writing to. And he says this in verse 18, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the wealth of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the mighty working of his strength. It's such an amazing passage of scripture. Uh, And this book, the book of Ephesians, really paints a powerful picture of what we have received in Christ, of who we are in Christ, and it's our position spiritually now that we are saved. It's a magnificent unpacking of our identity as children of God. It's, it's even been called the Christian identity document for that exact reason. And, and in this first chapter, Paul writes and prays that the church would have the eyes of their heart enlightened to know some things, some really powerful things. And perhaps it's worth doing a separate study sometime on that list of of what he mentions. It's such beauty and, and, and power to the language uh, as it conveys these truths in that, in that list. But in, in thinking about living wholeheartedly for God, working and fulfilling our role as ambassadors for Christ well, what better place to start than by recognizing what drives our motivation? What fuels our determination to live this way? The, the source of our inspiration, the fact that we are first in Christ. Because it would be fruitless in a way to tell someone what to do in an effort to produce righteous and holy living without first telling them who they are. That order is really important because you see, it's who we are that drives what we do. It's who we are that drives what we do. It's the belief that we have received immeasurable treasure in Christ that drives our, beha- our behavior to live for him and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. It starts by recognizing what we have. This is where the motivation comes from to live wholeheartedly. It starts by recognizing and reminding ourselves often that we have eternal treasure and promises and spiritual wealth in and through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, Second Peter 1 uh, verse 3 says, His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Again, a beautiful verse speaking to the same idea. It all starts with knowing what we have that produces in us the motivation to do. For example, You know, when you have eternal peace in Christ, when you know that, you don't need to go looking for peace elsewhere. Instead, you start looking for ways to be a peacemaker. It would be fruitless to tell someone, go and be a peacemaker without telling them first that they have received eternal peace in Christ. When you know you are God's chosen son and daughter, you don't need to go around looking for acceptance from anyone else or in anything else. You live from a place of acceptance and victory and help others find their true identity in their maker. When you know you have the spiritual wealth of heaven at your disposal, at, at your disposal, you don't substitute what should be for God for something else. Your life is prioritized correctly. 
things find their proper place under divine order and guidance from the Holy Spirit when you know what you have received in Christ. You see, just telling someone to live with a well-prioritized life, just telling them to live accepted or, or, or be, a, you know, be, be a peaceful person, that might produce a temporary change or a seasonal shift in them. But telling someone who they actually are in Christ first, what they have actually received, that's what produces a long-lasting change and a sustainable one and a growth into holiness that is long-lasting. You know, absolutely, we still need to put in effort and live with passion and conviction and determination to make a kingdom impact in the world around us. We don't just go on living as we please with this knowledge of who we are and what we have in Christ, but actually we live, comple- as completely, you know, we, we live completely differently as kingdom citizens when we do. But that's, that's the big difference. The motivation, the source of our behavior is the belief that we have a glorious inheritance in the Lord Jesus and that the world could never take that away or never replace it. That's the starting point. That's the important place. We live from a place of beloved, accepted, redeemed, chosen, called, set apart, forgiven. And that stirs up in us the desire to please the one who gave us life and life in all its fullness. So may may we be reminded this morning, church, that the treasure of scripture has everything we need to remind ourselves of who we are. There are plenty of life-changing truths in the word of God that if you let sink into your heart and soul will radically change your output. They will radically change the way you live. You're working for the Lord and living for him wholeheartedly. So let's start there today. Let's remind ourselves of who we are in Christ, what we have received in and through him. And let's, let's live today with a fresh revelation of those truths as we journey towards Christ likeness together. Let's take a moment and, uh, and close this devotion in, in a word of prayer. Father, I thank you so much that we really do have everything we need for life and godliness in you. This morning, Holy Spirit, would you breathe a fresh revelation of who we are into our lives and what we have received in you so that we have the motivation, the fuel, the source, the inspiration to live wholeheartedly for you. Thank you, Jesus, that your word says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So how much more now will we, will we be accepted through that, through that justification? Father, we don't need to earn it. It was freely given. And from that place of victory, we live making a kingdom difference in the world around us all fueled from our identity as sons and daughters. And Jesus, we just worship you. We give you all the glory for making this possible, for saving us, for rescuing rescuing us. Lord, you did the work. You gave your life so that we would be free. And we live from that place this morning, worshiping you and living wholeheartedly after you because you deserve it all. And we thank you so much for this in Jesus' name. Amen.